are the gentlemen advancing the melody. to another edition of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV, that's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution, where evolution is revolution. Happy holidays, Brother Jay. Hey, man. Same to you. Feliz Navidad, Prospero's Años, all that good stuff. Let's get it in, man. Let's get it in. We, we, are, we are bringing... 2021 to a close yeah you know i i was talking to someone the other day and i was like yo this december really ain't december and like it typically decembers like i literally have to remind myself that christmas is in a couple days like i haven't bought a gift there the gift right haven't sent out my christmas cards it doesn't really feel like december to me and I don't know if it's just because we was just trying to, in my head, at a point within the year, I'm like, yo, let's just make it to the end of the year. And so. Well, last week it was damn near 70, 70 degrees. So it was. I think that's got something to do with it as well. It's confusing. And I think, you know, we're, we're back. Um, Omicron is doing what Omicron is doing. Um, <laughs> the Omarion. <the> <laughs> That's got our, an ice box where my heart used to be. Yeah, it's a, it's <laughs> ice boxing for real. Like it's <laughs> it's on a rampage, and so I, I, it's just a lot, man. It's a lot that's happening, and um, yeah, I just, but it is is the holiday season. We are approaching, quickly approaching the end of twenty twenty one. The hourglass is about to be reset. 2022 and um you know i'm not gonna complain bro we still here yeah man um, i'm not gonna complain either just it just feels like it's different 20 2021 man it's like eh, I, you know i don't feel no type of way i guess 2020 was was a shock just because it was a, a milestone mm-hmm. you know like a, it's supposed to have been a milestone year as yeah. far as you know the, the change of a decade um 2020 uh, perfect vision. Yeah, man. Setting, you know, uh, milestone birthdays and things like that. But it's kind of like 2021, it was a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. But I really do feel like 2020 kind of prepared me for it. So, like, I'm not surprised by anything anymore. Fair. And I, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, though. I think it's just, we're just taking it as it comes, bro. Like, it's. It is what it is. We just gonna take it for what it is, and that's it. I get it. I, if I plan for it, it's gonna come. If I don't plan for it, it's gonna come. So like, whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well with my soul. That has been my that that has just been my mantra, bro. Just like whatever yeah. my lot, um, whatever whatever comes to my hand from the dealer, let's figure out how to make it work. Do the jerk yeah, and make that, it work, bro. That's it. That's it, man. I, so I just, I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not like, I'm not going into 2022 um, with like different expectations or, mm-hmm. you know, if you, if you classify it or define it as better expectations or, you know, uh, more positive expectations, I think I'm even killed. So I think that's a good thing because I'm managing expectations, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, 
But at the same time, um, this holiday season, man, I really do feel I, this is probably one of the best, probably one of the best holiday breaks that I've had in some time, just as far as like stress levels okay, and relationships and a lot of the, the, the melancholy feelings that I've had previously. But I think because, yo, I've seen, I've kind of seen the worst of the worst and I know what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like, eh, things, things could be better. Things could be worse. Fair. But, at e- e- but either way, if things are better or if they're worse, I still got to deal with it. Yep. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to figure out a, the best way to continue to deal with things without being stressed out, man. But I really do like family members and things that I've hung out with and spent time with over the holiday season. It's been good, Mm -hmm. but I also think that's because I've, you know, I've established like boundaries and expectations as far as what I want to do, how I want to, you know, how I want to contribute, how I want to uh, interact, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and establishing those boundaries. So it's been chill. And then, you know, Christmas, I'm chilling. I'm not like, I'm not doing nothing big. I'm not having anybody over. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to have a lonely Christmas, man. But it's not, it's not lonely in the standpoint of I'm going to be in this joint crying over, uh, you know, a bottle of uh, Cavassier or Crown Royal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sitting by the open fireplace no. with my favorite dungarees. <laughs> Yeah, man, I ain't gonna be crying over brandy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't gonna be crying over brandy. It's more so like I'm. I'm. I just want to have a a peaceful a peaceful day. I might cook a little something. I'm not gonna have my son, you know. But we did our Christmas thing. That was the only person that I bought gifts for, you know, because you know he he have demands, man. He have demands. <laughs> I don't know what's up with kids and and kids spend. Kids don't spend money on stuff like we used to spend money on stuff back in the day, man. Like sneakers different. or clothes or this one toy. Like kids spend money on virtual shit that you can't touch. And that's wild. Like V-Bucks for Fortnite. Mm-hmm. The game Fortnite, man, I guess you you have you need the V-Bucks to buy certain skins or advance in the game and buy all the special equipment in the game. But it's like virtual dollars. They spending virtual dollars like it's a weed habit, <laughs> like uh, like it's a weed habit or something, man. Like yo, yeah. Why are you spending money on shit that like, like it's a I man Fortnite. Whoever created that game, yo, they set it up where they gonna they making money hand over fist forever off of like virtual stuff, man. So it's it's V bucks with Fortnite. It's Robux with uh, the the Roblox game. Mm -hmm. That's on the computer and shit. And so, and then he asked for like some video games and shit like that. So I'm like, all right, cool. But I don't mind getting stuff for my son because, you know, he's a good kid overall. So, Mm -hmm. and I also want him to know like, yo, man, Christmas Christmas ain't about gifts because you legit get shit all the time. Yeah. And I need you to understand that. You get stuff all the time, man. So, like, Christmas for you shouldn't really be a big deal. Yeah, because because it gets all the time. So, so that's that's good. So, the other day we were having a conversation, um, a group of my friends, and we were talking about expectations within relationships, especially around gift giving and holiday time. 
And so I said, I, I don't go big for Christmas because I go big year round. And uh, one young lady that was in the group was saying, um, that's unacceptable for someone that she's dating. Mm. And right. So she was talking about how all these things need to happen at Christmas time. And like, you know, this is the, you know, it's the end of the year and this is the day where you let people know how much they mean to you. I was like, no, that's their birthday. You let them know how much they mean to you on their birthday, right? Like on their day, on their birthday, like that's yeah. their special day. That's when you let people know how special, like Christmas, that's, com- this is a commercial holiday. And, you know, I went through that, but I was like, I can see if I wasn't gifting people things throughout the whole entire year. I can see that. Then it's like, oh, let me do it big. But like there are gifts given on Tuesday just because the birds are chirping. Oh, let me get this. Or I'll hear something like someone, anyone, right? Whether I'm in a relationship, whether it's a family member or a friend, someone will mention something. I'm on it. I pick it up. I get it. Boom. That's just what I do. So expectations, gifting, not necessarily um, giving, but the process of gifting where you are the recipient of the gift. That that's a thing. And so that also led me down erasing just the Christmas or the holiday gifting thing expectations and some of these expectations are unspoken Mm. and so with unspoken expectations a lot of disappointment a lot lot of (laughs) visual disappointment because (laughs) expectations weren't communicated to begin with and then you know i started thinking about a topic or a conversation that we've had um off offline and the concept of Infidelity mm. and expectations. Ah, I see, what you, I see what you did there. So then just thinking about how do we get there? How do we get there in a relationship to where, um, Oh, people just cheating. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just like, how does that, cause, cause you and I both, we, we, we know people, right. We've had conversations with people where they have experienced cheating, whether they were the cheater or the cheated. Yeah. But at the, at the, the nucleus of all of the conversations, there were expectations and there were needs that weren't fulfilled or met. And many times they weren't communicated. Yeah. And so like, I know we've tossed around the idea or it's come up in different conversations, but like the, from entanglements Mm. to attachments, how does like this, the, and, and, you know, and depending on who you ask, I know I jumped, but depending on who you ask, right. The concept of cheating looks completely different. Um, what what are your thoughts on that, bro? Like, 
Well, you know, we, you and I, we've been in some of those same conversations, man. Um, and we, we got a good circle of friends and a lot of, a lot of, uh, we, we call contributors in the village. Yeah. Um, so we've had a couple of good conversations around that as of late. Um, but I think when you talk about needs and this is, this resonated with me in one of the last conversations we had, um, and one of our friends brought up Maslow's hierarchy of needs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on like some baseline stuff. And then for those of you who are not familiar with uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, it's uh, a concept and a theory um, in psychology. Uh, Abraham Maslow um, developed this theory in the early forties. And um, he kind of, broke down the needs of humans in different categories. So at the basis of it, people have psychological needs, um, safety needs, needs to belong, needs to have esteem, and needs to really uh, self-actualize, meaning that you, you embody all of the things that you want in life and you're the physical form of that. And um, it it was interesting to me because I do think when you look at the different categories of needs, so for example, psychological needs, um, it says that these are biological requirements for human survival. Physiological. Oh, yes. Physiological needs. um, But these are biological requirements for human survival. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, humans need air, humans need food, humans need shelter, clothing, warmth, sleep, and sex. Yeah. And sex. This is a human, this is a human need. Yes. From a physiological standpoint, it's a human, like sex is part of that, right? Yep. And so I think in many cases, people cheat and veer off because one of those basic human needs are not being met. But then when you kind of elevate it to the next level, when they talk about uh, safety needs Mm -hmm. and safety needs are um, individuals, um, physiological needs, once they're satisfied, then you have a need for security and safety. And I also think people cheat because they either don't feel secure in their relationship or they feel as if something, you know, something is of a void. Mm-hmm. They may not, and this is for brothers too now, you know what I mean? Like brothers may not feel secure in their relationship mm-hmm. with their significant other because, you know, maybe they feel like, you know, they're not getting some of the emotional needs satisfied, but they're not, they don't know how to communicate that. So I think people, I think people cheat for safety because you might feel more secure, more protected in the arms of somebody else. Yeah. But one thing, one thing before you go on to the next one, yeah. one, one thing that I always point out, um, I love when I had to get to teach this, right? Because it is a hierarchy, meaning you can't build upon one level until most of that level is already like 
Yeah, because so if your if your physical needs aren't being met, right. then yeah. chances are your safety needs won't be met. Right. I don't really need to be safe. More so, I I need air to breathe, water to to survive and live. Like every cell in your body needs water, food. That's where I'm gonna get my energy from. Right. Like, and 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 think about it. I when I when I was training teachers for a certain concept and pedagogy, I said. You can be the best teacher in the world, world class. But if you get a student that hasn't ate dinner and doesn't have food for breakfast the next day, whatever you're telling them goes in and out one one ear because the basic needs aren't being met. And you may not know that. Transferring that over into a relationship if any of those needs, right, those physiological needs aren't being met or fulfilled, the less that they're being met, the deficiency increase, right? So if you don't have food, your hunger increases. If you don't have shelter, you can't feel secure. At all, right? And so it's like, no, the physiological needs don't need to hundred don't need to be 100% complete before you can start focusing on the safety needs, and then so forth and so on as you move up. But there needs to be a strong presence of those needs being met in order for you to focus, right? So like physiological, those are primary. Safety, secondary, right? It, it goes in that order. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when we transfer that over to relationships, I think that's mm, that's where a lot of people get it get it twisted like oh well you know i I feed them they should be good yeah dinner on the table every night what's the problem every night well let's i've heard it i've heard this before yeah (laughs) well let's let's go up let's go up a little higher let's talk about as you said safety and that's personal emotional financial uh health right do i have security within these realms of you know the relationship go ahead and so when you when you start out start out at the base level of physio- physiological needs, and then you elevate it up the hierarchy to safety needs, I think the next level of love and be- belongingness, you have a need to belong. You have a need to feel loved. Well, like you said, you can't necessarily feel loved if you're homeless. Yeah. You can't feel love if you feel as if you've been violated. Yeah. Or if you're right? hungry. <laughs> or if you're hungry. Yeah. And so when you when you think about love and that sense of belonging, which is very, very important, I, I think the cheating aspect gets um very cloudy mm-hmm. on this level of the hierarchy. Yeah. Because Someone, you know, you you could be in a marriage, you could be in a relationship. Your partner can say, I love you, I care about you. But if you're, say you're the primary financial provider in that relationship, right? And you hit, you know, you hit a rough patch Mm -hmm. and your ends (laughs) don't meet. Your partner, your partner telling you that they love you and they got food on the table for you that is like, you know, you went from steak and lobster to beans and franks. Yeah. 
that like that piece of security has been been compromised. And so if you're the primary financial provider in that relationship and your partner says, well, I love you, I love you, I love you, but you're not at a, you're not doing the things that you're accustomed to doing because there's been some financial volatility. A partner telling them, telling you that they love you and their justification is, or their rationalization behind how they love you mm-hmm. is, well, you have food on the table every night. Yeah, I got beans and franks, but I'm not used to beans and franks. When I was, when I was, when I was able to provide you with the means to put lobster on the table. Yeah. And I, and I think this, this happens oftentimes with, between men and women, because if you're in a situation with some men or like the financial provider and finances causes a lot of grief in a relationship, people don't want to acknowledge it, but finances cause a lot of pain, most. a lot of agony, man. Like I, I've been there, right? Most, so I'm most speaking, of the challenges stem from financials. Yeah. I'm speaking from personal experiences. And so if the ends don't meet, but somebody is like, I love you, I love you, I love you, but they see you struggling financially and they're not trying to help you fill in the gap or stand in the gap for some of those safety and physical needs, then you saying you, you know, you're in this relationship, you belong in this relationship, I love you, we're partners. That's not really a partnership at that point because the you know you 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 don't have your basic needs met so me belonging to a, a a partner or belonging in a relationship it really don't mean nothing right because right. the partner isn't helping address the needs that are lower on the hierarchy but they're foundational needs and so i think when someone says well you know i i love him i love him why did he cheat or oh, i love her why did she cheat they probably they probably didn't cheat because you didn't love them. They probably cheated because something else happened. It wasn't your love necessarily. Maybe it was how you showed your love. Maybe it was how you, you know, communicated your love, but people who, people who love someone or you love each other, people still cheat. So put hold, hold, stay right there. Right. Yeah. And I think, when we when we when we have the conversation or when we speak about the concept of cheating i i think people's um understanding is limited in regards to the concept of cheating um one everyone has a different definition and so we can go over what the universal definition is all day, but someone would be like, mm, no, because if someone does X, Y, and Z, I consider that cheating, right? Then it's like, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, this. well, no, nah, man, I ain't smashed. I just got some head. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, for I, real. I ain't cheat. I just put the tip in. And it's like, yeah. but, <laughs> like, the, the act wasn't the cheating. That particular sexual act wasn't the cheating. It was everything building up to that Leading moment. up to it, yeah, yeah. But I also... I also am intrigued when a lot of my couples reveal to me one, their interpretation or understanding of the definition of cheating. And I've heard, I've actually heard someone I've have um, witnessed this individual in multiple relationships and 
their definition of cheating change depending on the person they were with. Mm. So you, you're saying that in one aspect, it might've been physical cheating mm-hmm. and another aspect, it was emotional cheating because, you know, they, they may not have had a, a physical encounter, but they had uh, a connection through constant co- conversations one, so, around like-minded so, topics. Yeah. So the first one was that, right? The first one mm-hmm. was uh, the first partner she had was a professor and she considered his, um, I guess you can say neighbors because their office was side by side. So colleagues, she considered, you know, him wanting to go to conferences with her conferences about their field of study, working on research projects together. She considered that cheating. And I said, would you go to the conferences with them? She was like, no, I wasn't interested in that. Okay. Would you work on research projects? She's like, no, none of that interests me. So maybe he was just doing his job and maybe you felt slighted because you didn't have access to him in that area or auspice of his life. And so she was like, damn, I probably should have talked to you about this before I broke up with him. I was like, yeah, you probably should have because like, did he do anything like the woman, what that he was, his, his, colleague she was involved in a relationship you were involved with him so that was a relationship and he would say that you know no lines were crossed they respected each other when they went on conferences like separate hotel rooms like level of engagement was kept at you know colleague and professional okay so that was this one this one no power this one no power ghost power episode no it wasn't right (laughs) And then second one, it was financial cheating because he was helping a friend out financially with certain things. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, if the agreement was in place before you came along, why is that any of your business? Well, well, he wasn't providing that same type of financial support and assistance to me like on that same magnitude. And you didn't need it. You wanted him to just waste money on you. This individual was in need. Little, that wasn't that wasn't on the chart. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was it, they were in need, so he agreed. I'm going to front you this money, and this is how you're going to give it back to me. Like once you get to the point where you you're not living paycheck to paycheck, you're not robbing Peter to pay Paul. Then we can start. You can start repaying me. Right. The third one was. Um, he was seeking advice from another woman on relationship stuff. And so she considered that to be um, intimate cheating. But everything was different, right? I was like, well, she goes, well, you know, with the financial one, I would have been okay if he told me he had sex with her. So that wouldn't have been considered cheating. But, and and then when I doubt it back, it was based on her level of intimacy with that person. So what she felt was most intimate to this individual, if she didn't have 100% control and access, then it was cheating. Where does that fall on the chart though? Because that's not necessarily security. 
that could be financial security, but if that it wasn't was security the, because yeah, you know what I mean. The, his money wasn't wasn't creating a secure environment for her. They were both financially well off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it wasn't a physical need. Maybe maybe in this love and belongingness piece, it could be. Maybe 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 because she didn't feel like she 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 didn't belong in those encounters or yeah. she felt like she belonged in those encounters but they didn't provide her access in those environments and it, and it could have been love and belonging but based on like a skewed sense of reality right like for instance the professor I'm not involved in something that he cares so deeply about well, see, that's the next level. That's the next level up, brother Jay. See, the next level up in the hierarchy is uh, the need for esteem. Yeah. The need for esteem. And, and that has everything to do with uh, one's desire for uh, respect from others and status and prestige. Mm-hmm. And so maybe it's a status thing, right? But I, I see how I see that a lot of times. And I think it goes unnoticed in like marriages. You know, you you with you with your you with your 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 husband, you with your wife for a number of years, and you know the luster, mm. you know the shininess on the relationship or the shininess of that person dulls, yeah. right? And so you know the status the status kind of is like ah well you know this is somebody I've been with for a while or you know we've had some challenges, and so maybe the status isn't as held as high of regard as it has been previously, mm-hmm. but there's, there's still a need from a, a human standpoint that we want. Like, I'm, let's just, let's just keep it a book, man. If, if you involved with a young lady, you kind of want that young lady to present in a certain way, because that's a reflection of you. Okay. Or vice versa. Mm-hmm. So I, I understand that piece of it, but in, in, in that person's case, I think it had a lot to do with status and they were not receiving kind of the the preferential treatment exclusively. Yeah, I can see that. I can see but that's that. ego. It is. It is. But yeah. also, I'm, you said, you know, when the luster is gone. Yeah. And my question is, I remember my grandfather said this. Because um, I said something about shoes weren't shiny anymore. He was like, well, what did you do to protect the shine? Hmm. That's heavy. And as a kid, I was like, I, I just wear them. I didn't, I didn't just, he was like, yeah, he said, he was like, no, you didn't do anything wrong, but you didn't do anything to make sure that the shine remained. To, pre- so, uh, to preserve. Yeah. He said, so he's like, that's why we have polish. He said, but what you do in between polishing is making sure when they get dusty or dirty, you remove the dust and the dirt mm. and then you can shine it again once everything is off of it, that is going to take away from the shine. So I you just, your grandfather wise was a wise man. Yo. He, and you, like, know what, you know what he was talking about? Brother Jay It's maintenance. Yeah. It takes work. Yes. You, you can't just say, <laughs> Oh, I love the way yes. this shoe shines or even your car, right? Washing your car. You can't just be like, Oh man, my car is dirty. I sure do miss when it had that new car shine. All right, cool. Take it to the car wash. Boom. You can take it to the car wash or you can spray it down, wipe it down. But if you're not applying the wax and protecting the surface, guess what? 
it'll look clean, but it won't get that luster. And I think many, right, I love the shine and, you know, I want this, I want that, but what are you doing to secure it, to make sure that it stays? Like, what effort are we putting in to make sure I got the luster? And, and, and I guess the conversation around esteem and the maintenance required to feel a sense of esteem, um, people often forget that that maintenance is a kind of a, is a, a, an essential part. Yes, sir. Of, of the need, right? You, it just doesn't happen by thinking it. No. <laughs> or saying it. <laughs> Or, or, you know, you're trying to will it to happen. There's an action that's required. Yeah. yeah. Think about it, bro. Like, I got a pair of white um, Vapor Maxes. Mm. You let them jump one time. <laughs> opening the box, they get exposed to dust. Wearing them once, if people look at them too long, they get dirty. <laughs> so, I have to constantly, like wipe and remove like it takes a lot of work even if i spray protectant on it that just means if someone drops a red drink on them the the drink is going to beat up and go off but i still got to make sure because eventually that protectant is going to wear off and i'm going to have to apply another coating of it right and so speaking of which i had to buy some other stuff to get it off just regular wear and tear is going to create dust but when you allow it to settle, and that's another conversation, when you allow things to settle within your relationship, that's going to require more effort to get it back to what um, the original luster or the original state. Hell, it's, I more, think- it's, it's more complex. It's more complex because it's not, you know, it's not a um, physical need. Because it's like, all right, well, you, you know, physical needs, you can kind of check a box. Yeah. They're easily identifiable. Yeah. Right? Security needs, I would say those are easily identifiable. Yeah. I need money. Love and, Get money. Yeah. 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 L- love and belonging, that's something that, that shit is subjective as hell. Very. And then when you think about esteem, shit, that's, Esteem is in the in the mind of of the, the person, like the beholder. <laughs> yes, and that's that's like real, because you know I could say I want esteem, and if I had a wife and she be like, well, yo, you ain't, you know, she she like she want to bring me down a pedal, not knock me down a pig, mm-hmm. <laughs> just to make sure that my head ain't too big. But mm-hmm. that might not be meeting my my need for esteem. Yeah. Because self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Then you start to lower your own thinking of yourself. Exactly. And then then the next, the the highest level of the hierarchy is self-actualization. Yep. And self-actualization means that um, this really refers to a person's potential or self to self-fulfill, seeking personal growth and peak experiences that allows you to accomplish all that you can and be all that you can. Yep. And you can't get to that level. Like that's like the grand master and, and, and the Kung Fu and the Kung Fu flicks. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yo, to, to become a master, like the, 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 the four previous 
uh, tiers, mm-hmm. like you got to master those joints before you can even get to that. You have and to be so proficient I, in it. Yes. I'm trying to figure out like, you know, do regular people self-actual self-actualize because I could, you could see it in athletics. Mm-hmm. You might be able to see it in music. You know, I'm not, and in, in this case, I'm thinking like Michael Jackson, Kobe Bryant, like child prodigies that put in the work yeah. to, to make something happen. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't know if Joe off the street ever has a shot at that because it's, there's a lot of influx leading to it. Yeah. And you can't, like, if you haven't mastered, you know, physical needs, security needs, belonging needs, esteem needs, you don't have a shot at actually, you know, embodying all that you can be. You can't, cause you can't focus on it. Yeah. You can't focus on it because like there's, there's holes in the ice. Like there's things missing. I, and like we can, we can toss out like some random ideas. I remember hearing one of my friends, um, you know, I'm a cold dude. So I was like, yo, um, I'm in a restaurant. I see, you know, I see my boy from a distance. I'm like, Hey, yo, he looks at me and then he has this look of concern on his face. I picked up on it. So I stayed my black ass in my seat. I was like, mm, means I don't need to go over there because chances are once I get the information, I have to use the information. So I didn't get up. Um, I'm thinking, all right, cool. Stay focused while you're here, eat your food. And then when it's time to go, just go. So it's time for me to leave. Who do I see leaving at the same time? I'm leaving. I'm like, damn, let me go to the bathroom first, right? So I go to the bathroom. She's talking to someone that's with the group I'm with. So now they're stuck. So when we had the conversation, I was like, yo, what was what, what was that? Yeah, man, you know, she um she she was she was part of my plot. I was like, say more. I was like, well, you know, me and the old lady, we had a fight. And, you know, I was still upset. So I was getting revenge. And, you know, so I took another mm. girl out for dinner. People cheat for revenge. I said, um, okay. And it was just dinner. It was just innocent dinner. He was like, yeah, man, you know, I knew her. I, I knew that, you know, I knew my old lady met her before. And she was she felt threatened by her. So, you know, that's why I brought her out. I was like, Whew, that's cold. That's <laughs> cold. I ain't going to lie. That's Ooh, that's that's some he playing with fire, boy. I said, and what are you gonna do when she finds this out? No, nah, she ain't gonna find out. I was like, but in your head, it was revenge. It was getting her back. And so, even if she doesn't find out, in the in your head, you have this mental thing like I got one on her. Mm-hmm. I said, but given that this city that we are currently located in is very small, and given the fact that I'm probably about to be at y'all's house in about three days for an event that you've invited me to as well as some of the other people that you were allowing her to interact with. Don't you think you need to have a conversation? Like I, I need you to man up. Right. And I know mm. that's a toxic phrase to say, mm-hmm, but, but in mm-hmm. that moment he knew what I meant. I was like, yo man up anger and revenge is not it, Cause it's not going to end well. It's not going to end well. So well, it never solves anything. No, because at the end of the day, the person you're mad at, right. 
you're not having a conversation with. You're just going to go, you're going to take somebody out that she felt threatened by to what happened to be her favorite restaurant. So I was like, hmm. So that means the staff is going to see you. If y'all make up, you're going to bring her back. Like, there's, there's a whole lot of people, right? Now there's embarrassment. So even if she doesn't find out, she's going to, like, be seen as less than because everyone else saw him with somebody else. So let me ask you this. His rationalization or justification of taking another woman to dinner. Mm-hmm. The action was caused by the lack of what need. That might have been esteem, bro. Esteem. His esteem, yeah. like he, because I think I think ego falls within that esteem. Yeah. Space as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think it was esteem. It was like, okay, cool. I want to make sure. Um, like this is my self respect. Like I, I need to make sure that people can respect me. That that like she understands who she's with. And that I and that I that I'm that I'm uh available or or people or desirable. Yeah, that I'm a des- yeah. that I'm desirable. Um, yeah, I can see that. I, so, I've been there. I've so been tighten there. Tighten up, tighten up. Buddy. Yeah, I've been there. Um. But what's I don't his, think that's the way I don't think that's the way to get your point across. The damn having, sure having, not and, a good way. And I I'm not judging, I'm just learning from experience. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that ain't a way to get your point across, you know what I'm saying? And say, like you know, back in the day, man, I've I've grown a lot, man. Yeah. See, I'm 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 in my early 40s now, brother Jay. But I, I've made a few comments here and there. It's like, yo, I could I could pull one off the bench. To see if they still to see if you still got it. Yeah, but that's that's not a good way to communicate my lack my lack of uh, appreciation that I'm feeling or <laughs> my lack of esteem. You Yo, know what I'm saying? I heard an old player say, "Well, but he he told he told, and this was cold. I was in I was in um, I remember I was in Super Fresh, and the reason why I remember I was in Super Fresh, we used to have that store back home, and it it left. And so I'm out of town for work. And I was like, I took a picture. I sent it back home. I was like, yo, they still have these stores. So I go inside. It was nostalgic. Right. And I I remember fresh in a minute, bro. I'm I'm in aisle eight and old players having a conversation. He was like, well, well you ain't the only game in town. And I was like, "Uh Oh, and so she said, what is that supposed to mean? He was like, I could walk out of here and I can leave with anybody within matter of minutes. Leaving you calling for a cab to get home. And I was Ooh. like, I looked, yeah. I was like, let me get my shit. I was trying to enjoy my moment of nostalgia, but shit was about to get real. But the, the esteem, right? Lack of appreciation. I'm trying to, I think that's a, some, some would argue that that's reverse psychology. If I say this, then um, that will cause them to, you know, give me more attention instead of me mm-hmm. just saying, yo, I'm not feeling appreciated. I'm not, I, I don't feel like I have your undivided attention. I'm I'm yeah. going to say some shit like you not the only game in town. Yeah, man. I, and I, I've been there and I, and, but when you say it, you, it's like, yeah, you, yeah, you ain't going to come back from that one. Yeah. But then it'd be like some, you know, you, you opening up the floodgates. Yeah. 
for anything that's gonna come back to you and your yeah. and your brittle your your brittle ego and pride yeah might it, not be able to take because it. it already was scrubbed by a brillo pad right and so yeah. now i'm saying this and and i think what's funny is when it's met with the unfavorable response with okay bet you're right i'm not and neither are you and so mm-hmm. now it's like oh whoa this went farther than my control yeah um but you you, you got to be careful you gotta be careful. So yeah, you're not the only game. So anger and revenge. Um, what's another reason that we heard of uh, like people would give for cheating? A- anger, revenge, uh, boredom. Like you know, p- the people are tired of the routine, and that that conversation came back, came up at our last happy hour. Yeah. And the surprising thing was, it wasn't a dude that said it. It was a woman that yeah. said like people people will cheat because. They get tired of the routine, mm. right? And, and I and I would, I found it refreshing, <laughs> and my what my what way of thinking, I found it refreshing that a woman could say that, because mm-hmm. if a dude says that, yeah, you know, we all we all kinds of dogs, <laughs> all kinds of <laughs> niggas ain't shit, uh-huh. <laughs> all kinds of all kinds of just savage, you know what I mean? Yep. But in in the reality of things, um, people get tired of routine. Yeah. Well, I think the issue is relationships become a routine. Yes. For instance, I I hate the empty conversation of how was your day every day. Yeah, man. The the what you doing? Yeah, like uh, (laughs) W-I-D. I never really responded to those. Like I remember that was one uh you know, once you became Greek, you road tripped. Right? And so I think after I became I became, you know, I crossed follow five. I final week, so right after I crossed, it was Thanksgiving break. Came back, road tripped with the chapter, then it was Christmas break. Bruh, spring 06 until the time I left, I don't think I was, was I was ever <laughs> in town two weekends straight. Yeah. And then, hell, sometimes I would road trip in the middle of the week. Mind your business, because that was my business, right? And so I remember, um, young lady, I was taught, I was trying to get to know what always hit me with WYD or how was your day? And I'm just like, you don't have... In all the world, (laughs) all the words and the most (laughs) complex language in which we speak, you can't think of any other questions to ask me. So I got tired. So I I stopped answering her phone calls because it was, how was your day? What are you doing? What's tomorrow look like? I was over it. Like call and talk to me about something else. So like attraction kind of left and. I just stopped responding. So I can see how that in a relationship, like, damn, bro, like you cook on Wednesday nights and every night you, every Wednesday night you cooking chicken. (laughs) Something so small, right? We think it's small. It's like, yo, it's just chicken, but it's like, yo, every Wednesday we got chicken. I I don't Mm -hmm, want chicken mm -hmm. on Wednesday. But I think like, I always ask my couples, have you communicated Hey, have you realized that every Wednesday when it's your opportunity to cook, like you're cooking the same thing? 
granted, it may taste good, but I'm tired of chicken. And so the first opportunity that someone presents me um, to take advantage of having something other than chicken for dinner on Wednesday night, guess what? I'm going to take it. So the question is that I think that causes the conflict. Mm-hmm. You seeking out a different kind of meal. Is that immoral? Is that wrong? Are you doing something? No, I think it's, that, I think it's human, bro. Yeah. Well, based on the hierarchy. Yeah. Like <laughs> if I'm, I, I, I know as a child, um, and, uh, my mom, we laugh about this. Me, my mom, and my sister. Like, my mom's go-to when she didn't feel like cooking was Domino's. Because we literally lived up the street from Domino's. To this mm-hmm. day, like, I don't really like Domino's. Because I had so much of it. Granted, I'm not <laughs> saying it's bad. And there's some things I'm like, oh, yo, that's tasty. I just no longer have the desire for it. That's like, the for me, man, that's like the... Uh... The Whopper sandwich, man. Back in the uh, day, Whoppers was 99, 99 cent. Yeah. And that was my grandfather's go-to. <laughs> yeah. Can't do it, right? Yeah. And it's like, it provided food, right? So my physiological um, need was met. But now after a while, it's like, I don't want it. I don't want it, right? I want something different. If every time we go out to dinner, like, we go to the same restaurant. If every time you, like... I don't want to watch TV today. I, let's let's go for a car ride or let's do something different. But you don't have a desire to come outside of what you know as normal. Guess what? I'm going to now, my longing is going to increase for something other than what I'm used to. Because eventually it wears off. Yeah. Right? And once that new, and this goes back to my grandfather's comment about the shoe shining. Once the luster is gone, you have the decision that has to be made. Do I do what I need to do to remove that which has removed the luster? Or do I get rid of the shoes? People getting rid of people changing up, swapping out shoes all the time, brother. But you got it. But and and you you have to make the decision. And I think that the, the issue is correct me if I'm wrong. Right. But we. The many things that we can talk about, the the many conversations we've talked to, you know, that we've had with people regarding cheating, it's all about the inability to make a decision. True. I this person cheated because they weren't being fulfilled in their relationship. So leave your relationship. Oh, but I don't I don't really know how to date again. You was trying to figure it out earlier. You, you're on mm-hmm. Tinder, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're on the app. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just, I wasn't getting enough attention or affection. Nah, and... Brother Jade ain't Tinder no more, man. It's Facebook dating, man. That's the new Tinder. That's the thing. I got it. That's the got new it. Tinder, I, man. I'm not on them, so I wouldn't know. Beware. But... Beware. Beware, Brother Jade. Beware. Beware. <laughs> Be careful what you hit on, on uh, Facebook. <laughs> you got to use your cat eye when you're looking at new things that pop up. But, like, presenting that, it's like people... A lot of people are cheating. Once again, push back if you think I'm. If, I, if this is a reason. Keep going, keep going. I think a lot of people are cheating because they really want to end the relationship, but they don't know how. I think that's that. That's 
accurate. Or, I think, or they're afraid. I think they don't know how, but they, I think fear is the yeah. driving force behind it. Like you, you Either don't know one what of the us outcome is going to be. Yeah, wants to be the first to say goodbye. I don't really want to go. I don't really want to stay. Come on, seven hundred two, get it together, can we, right? Can we get it together? But that's the thing. It is. It's about the state of not making a decision. The inability to make a decision, and it's like, okay, I get it. I, we. Although we've come to the end of the road, girl, I can't let go. Right. A lot of the songs back in the nineties talked mm-hmm. about the inability to make a decision. Yeah. And oftentimes we as people find ourselves in situations to where, uh, we want our cake and eat it too. And you can't really, I want to be in this relationship and the thrill is gone as BB King saying, um, but I kinda, it's familiar. So I don't really want to get rid of it, but I, I do want to get this, you know, um, Chipotle pepper every now and then this cayenne pepper sprinkled on it. Let me, I'm gonna go do my thing and then boom, I'll be good for six months. When really it's making the decision. And the decision doesn't necessarily have to be in the relationship. It could be, this is what I am lacking or am in need of in this relationship. Are you able to provide that? It's not an easy conversation. It's not. It's not. And I think regardless of which side of the conversation you're on, um, people are going to feel offended. Absolutely. Because everybody... Everybody that's that's in a relationship, they want to they want to be the the shining star in the relationship. Absolutely. Well, I did X, Y, and Z, and this, that, and the third. But you don't want you kind of want to skim over. Well, let's go back to the let's go back to the hierarchy. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I have food on the table every night, and we had sex every we had sex every Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> we had sex every Thursday, and I told him I told him I loved him, and you know. Uh, on, on his birthday, I might have gave him some head on his birthday, <laughs> nigga. Right? I'm, I'm being some dad, like this some real shit, man. This some real shit, brother Jay. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't ready. He wasn't ready, but that's some real shit. <laughs> and then it's like, oh man, you had sex on Thursday. You had a, a hot meal. You told him you love him. You gave him some head on his birthday, and he still cheated. And you want to know why? Yeah. And then it's kind of, you know, then on, on that, on that side of the coin, you feel inadequate, but you don't address, well, maybe I, maybe he wanted sex. Maybe he wanted sex on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Maybe he didn't want it scheduled. Maybe he wanted it to be sporadic. So Yeah. Maybe he wanted to just say, Hey man, you know, whenever we in the mood, let's go. Let's get it. Right. And I, I don't know if it's, I don't know if people don't want to have those conversations because nobody, everybody wants to be cool, man. You know, nobody wants to be, nobody wants to be humiliated. Like, and that goes back to a lack of emotional intelligence. Yeah. Because there should, you, you should be so secure in your relationship to where if you are expressing a need that is not being met, the individual should be able to have a moment of self-actualization <laughs> and saying, Some you know what? Mm. It could be, I didn't know that it wasn't being met. Right. 
this is what I thought I was doing that was meeting the need. Thank you for telling me so now I can be more intentional or um, I didn't even know there was a need to begin with. Yeah. Right? Like lack of emotional intelligence, being able to know how to present things or tapping in. A lot of times we're not tapped in because something else is requiring our attention. Job, kids, yeah, thoughts in the street, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. There could be so many things that is taking up our attention because it's not being properly utilized at home. And so, if I'm having a bad day, and you don't ask how my day is going or like finding out what's wrong, I go to the bar. And someone can pick up that I'm not in a good space. And I'm like, well, damn, you just met me and you picked up on this. And it's new and shiny. It's right. And that also, so then that also goes back to another reason would be opportunity, access, and application. The opportunity presents itself. How many times have you heard individuals go on vacation, guys out? I mean, guys night out, girls night out. Um, they get drunk at a bar and then they wake up with regret and a bad decision. And a hangover with one sock on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with empty bottles, pills, <laughs> empty bags, <laughs> trying to figure out what the hell happened, right? The opportunity will present itself. And if you're already in a bad space, the last thing you need is an opportunity that would facilitate a decision that's been going with your subconscious for weeks sad but i mean i've heard this before and then technology makes it a lot easier now right you have social media you get mad you get mad you could you could post your business on social media you could throw subliminal shots yeah you could look you could go and and find somebody else to get with yeah you could do a lot you could do a lot of different stuff instead of having um that 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 conversation because to follow distractions Mm. It's easier. Yes, sir. To follow distractions is easier than to kind of face whatever the whatever the turmoil is head on. Yep. And I think the cheating aspect of it is a scapegoat mm-hmm. because one of the one of the levels on the, the hierarchy is not being met. So I do, I do, I really do think. Women cheat for the same reasons men cheat. Yeah. Just look different. Yeah, and I always laugh when people ask the question, well, why do men cheat? And I'm like, the same reason women cheat, right? There's there's no different reason. It may be a different reason at that moment. If you ask someone why they cheated, two people that cheated in a relationship, you ask them, they're not going to give the same answer. But I think at the surface, it's going to be a need was unmet for some odd reason. One another another thing that I've run into is people that have commitment issues or people who haven't seen successful relationships in their upbringing. True. I'm having people a, cheat because of trauma. Absolutely right. I'm mm-hmm. having we have a disagreement. Uh, she's not seeing it my way. I'm leaving. Cause that's what my dad did yeah. or that's what my mom did. And so like, because they did this, 
this must be the way to go. And then, you know, when I'm looking at aunties and cousins and uncles and like other people within the community, this is what they did. So this is what I'm going to mirror. Try, trying to create security for yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And so being able to like tap into that. Another issue I would say would be individuals having a lack of clarity in what they want within a relationship. Yeah, man. That, and I guess that's the ill thing because I'm single for a reason. Yeah. I'm a divorcee, man. You know, I, I'm not opposed to marriage. I probably think if uh, we had had a better understanding, we probably could have put forth the effort to, you know, do some, do some routine maintenance and, and do some overhaul maintenance. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, time has passed, you know, the window might be closed in that stand from that standpoint. However, I will also say that the time that I have had by myself has given me a greater sense of clarity mm-hmm. on what I want the next serious relationship that I'm in to really look like. Yeah. And I think I have a better way to um, articulate what that is. And I can kind of cut out the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Right. It ain't, you know, I ain't waiting around to see what happens. It's kind of like, okay, I kind of know what I need. <laughs> I, I understand what my needs are. Therefore, I can communicate um, the needs that I have in the relationship. Yeah. And, you know, and this, this ain't no shade at nobody, but I thought, of, I thought to myself, like, man, I'm, I'm so used to being, you know, living a kind of bachelor pad lifestyle. My next relationship, do I need to live with the, with the woman? Mm-hmm. Do I need to live with them? Because I ain't gonna lie, man, you know, I like, I like stretching out in my bed, man. I don't really like <laughs> Like, I don't like the, I don't like the sleepovers, man. I don't like the sleepovers because I don't want people on my side of the bed. No more, All that extra body heat. Get, get yeah, man. Going. Breathing it. You know, if I snore, I don't want nobody to complain. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear nobody snore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like mm-hmm. I, and I, I don't know if it's a need or if I'm stuck in my ways, but I, it's something that I, I kind of just enjoy my space. Like I don't need, I don't need, I don't need somebody around me all the time. And I think that will evolve, bro. And I, but I, but I think it's also right going back. If we were to create a hierarchy of needs and relationships, I think it would look similar to what's already been established, but also like level one, level two, level three. So before we yeah. get into that move in stage, we got to make sure that. Things are in place in level one and level two. Right, right, right. Like I think people like to skip steps, though, brother Jay. It skips, <laughs> skip because steps, of the, and because then look of the, back. Yeah, because of the 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 pressure. Yeah. To be in a be in a monogamous committed relationship and the concept of monogamy and ex- mutually exclusive relationships, you know, that's a, another topic for later in the in the in the in the series, but. I will say that people want to get to the end result mm-hmm. of playing house. Yeah. Or playing husband wife or playing, you know, oh, this is my this is my boo. And you kind of look over a lot of the stuff 
that some people have processed, some people haven't. I just know I'm speaking for me. Mm-hmm. I've had time to kind of sit with my thoughts, sit with my desires on my heart, sit with uh, my my weird idiosyncrasies and things like that. So I kind of know, like, yo, I I ain't really looking. I ain't really looking to. I know I'm a good dude, but I ain't really looking looking into being nobody husband right now. Yeah, and that's that's, that's not awesome. saying that I can't. Not saying I don't want to. That, that's not in the space. I, you know, I, I've been there and done that, man. And I, I guess I'm I'm not, I'm, I'm divorced. So I wasn't good at it the first time. So I could, like, I need to, <laughs> I need to figure it out. But I don't, I don't want to be nobody's husband right now. Because to be a husband requires a level of responsibility and accountability mm-hmm. that, you know, I, I don't, I don't need it over my head. But you know that, right? You have clarity mm-hmm. in terms of what it, where you are as an individual. Yeah. What mm-hmm. it is that you're looking for, what it is that you can't do at this moment, right? And I always say nothing is permanent because the right thing can change your mind. Right. Um, but it's that sense of clarity, like, what is it that I'm looking for? And it's fair. I told one of my clients the other day. I was like, it's fair to say you don't know, but you need to be transparent and say you don't know with your partner. Yeah. Um, Because now you like, you're already in this relationship. It's been like two years and you're still trying to figure out, like you've never seen a healthy relationship. Your partner has seen a relationship. They knew it wasn't healthy, but it had longevity. Like, oh, everyone in his family that was married has been married for like 40 plus years. But the but the question that I asked, and I, I felt some smoke, go back to them individuals and ask them how, the one that's been married for 47 years, go back and ask them how many times either one has cheated. Um, How many times each one wanted to leave the marriage? Mm-hmm. And then find out why they stayed. So Hicks, I really do think those emotions, that's human, that's human behavior. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And I said, I really do feel that. I said, you would be surprised that love wasn't the reason that they stayed. I said, and if it is, God bless them. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you love was not always the reason that they stayed every time they decided to stay. And so when they came back two weeks later, cause he was like, you know, he was upset. How dare I say that? Um, the people that were married for so long didn't really love each other to stay with each other. I was like, what did you get your answer for? He said, he said, most of the women said it was a business decision. Yo, yo, yeah. He got a family on the other side of town. I don't, I don't have to worry about paying no mortgage. My bills paid, my car note paid. And yeah, I cook him. I, I, his, his meal is ready every day because you know what? I don't have any financial responsibilities in this thing. None. But then we got to the conversation. I said, so because of this, what are you sacrificing? And I think we, we can clearly identify that we're in a different time of day. Oh yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know what kind of bizarro land we in now, man. We in the multiverse. We we, we, (laughs) we in the multiverse. Metaverse, right? (laughs) What like, because individuals, like, we not, we not fitting to stay if we're not, whether it's jobs, whether it's relationships, church, organizations, like, people, we, 
we not going to stay and put up with a lot of stuff just, just because, because now people are understanding that this is like a holistic thing. I'm, I'm staying because of this, but what else is going to be impacted negatively impacted? Yeah. And is the price worth the cost? <clears throat> is the price worth the cost? Is the juice worth the squeeze? Yeah. Is it as if what I'm getting is it really going to be worth what I'm giving? And a lot of times people in like most of my clients are like, it's not. Yeah, this is what I really wanted. But if the person on the other end of the spectrum doesn't want this with you, why stay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to have to some, some explaining to do if you think so. Like I, I remember I, <laughs> I never really explained to people when I was no longer in a relationship. Hey, we not together anymore. If you, if you got the story of the why, okay, you got it. But if I didn't yeah. offer it to you, you wasn't going to get it. And I'm not explaining. Oh, well, what happened? We're not together yeah. anymore. Right. So like, I get it. You don't really know how to communicate that we're not together anymore. Or you don't really know like, Oh, we live together. And now I got to live by myself. and I got to figure some stuff out. Guess what? You will, just like you figured out all the stuff in your adult life by doing it. You'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. There's people that will help you. You'll figure it out. But like staying, knowing that someone is like cheating or there's other things that's happening. Like I said, when I when I told my client to ask the individuals that was married for 30, 40 plus, love was not the reason that they stayed most of the time. Oh, no, no, no. No, they stayed. They stayed because of security. Yeah. They stayed because their physical needs were met. I never had a job. And so, like, if I leave, like, how was I going to pay for mm-hmm. anything? They stayed because they belonged. You you belong to a team. Yeah. You belong, you know, you belong to a team or you belong to an organization. Win, lose, or tie. Yeah. Win, lose, or tie. Yeah. And, and, and maybe there was a level of esteem that came with it. Yeah. Because oh well, her her husband take care of her and she's she's a kept woman, you yeah. know it's it's some ste- it's some esteem because you you might be better off than than other people. Yeah, yeah. So you I, I don't think you'll ne- you'll never achieve the apex of the hierarchy mm. like that. Yeah, but I really do think you know as far as self actualization, but I really do think people will stay in situations that either are unhealthy or they, they can tolerate infidelity or they can tolerate uh, someone who is a human, <laughs> less than perfect. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's good. Because they have X, Y, and Z needs met. So if my needs are being met, then why, why leave? Why go anywhere? And that makes it a business decision. Yeah. Yo, so let's do this. Cause I know, we got to have a part two. Possibly I ain't gonna lie, man. Three. This joint was kind of heavy, man. I, I'm surprised we got through it without, <laughs> without fumbling too much. Yeah. But we did. And, and cause I got, I, so let's do this for part two. Let's invite some, some friends or associates who have, I don't want to talk to anyone that has been cheated on. I want to talk to individuals who has done the cheating. Who has done the cheating. Yeah, man. Who has done the cheating. 
And you know what, brother Jay? Like we went, we're not gonna put them on blast. No, like we'll, we'll keep it anonymous. It's gonna be an anonymous. Yeah, we, it's gonna be an anonymous be, setup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be an anonymous setup because I really want to get to the heart of it because yeah. I, I I feel like members of the village have this whole concept of infidelity and cheating like wrong as far as why the the reason why people do it. Yeah. And I'm not justifying it one way or another. You know, I, this is this is for for us. I think it's uh, an an exploratory endeavor mm-hmm. because the question comes up all the time. Yeah, and I think I, I think when people ask the question, I think they're looking for one particular answer that will reinforce their original thought. Yeah. Right. So I need you to tell me what I'm thinking, so I can feel better about what I'm thinking. Yeah. Or what I've experienced. And I don't think there is that there's not a cookie cutter, but let's bring on some people that can give us um, some interesting perspectives on why they cheated and maybe some of the lessons they've learned. Um, and if they have stopped cheating. Yeah, man, hit, hit, hit us up at, yeah. at G-R-G-R-L-J-K-E-V at G-R-G-R-L-J-K-E-V. Um, we'll put we'll put some uh some polls up. Uh or you could DM us, but we're not the, the purpose of the conversation is to have the conversation that the village needs. So we we're not in the business of putting anybody on blast or being judgmental. Cause you know, I think in the grand scheme of things, everybody is is less than perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, but the conversation might be helpful for for folks who are in relationships. And really just trying to figure out, like, yo, what the hell am I supposed to do? Yeah. So hit us up. Uh, we're going to put some content out to engage with us. Engage. But, yeah, by any means, we're not trying to put anybody on blast. Trust me. But we need volunteers, though. <laughs> we need volunteers. To, yeah. to really get to the, the meat of the conversation and identify what's really going on in the mind and the heart of a cheater. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, man. Man, it was a hell of a way to uh, kick off the holidays, brother Jay. We went from from Santa Claus to cheating. (laughs) Oh, ho, ho. Oh, ho, ho. Tis the season. Tis the season, right? This the see it's the given holiday, right? You're welcome. Oh my goodness, man. That's funny. That's funny. I'm weak. I'm weak. Yeah, but uh so think so think about what your what your needs are mm. on this hierarchy. Yeah. And uh we're gonna have a part two of this conversation for sure. Possibly but we need agree. Yeah, yeah, I ain't gonna lie, man. This is this this might be uh a uh what what do they call them? The series that pop out on the streaming services, man, it's not a it's not a long standing series, but it's like a limited series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is gonna be like a limited series, man, <laughs> for the for the game recognized game podcast. But on that note, man, we definitely want to uh, take a uh, a moment to, to shout out all of our uh, members of the village, uh, and then especially our crew on the cocktails and conversation happy hour that really sparked this conversation yeah. and sparked this, uh, this episode in this series. Cause they did drop some gems on us. That was uh, important to, to, to know. And so uh, with that being said, we also want to wish everyone a happy holidays. 
Um, may you have the desires of your heart and may uh, the coming days be filled with joy and love and laughter. On that note, you've just witnessed another edition of the Game Recognized Game podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV. That is RLJ. And we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution, where evolution is revolution. Be like. Be like. <laughs>